When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. It's your girl, Jessie Mae Peluso. That's right, that's my real name. Uh. <laughs> the one and only, the unparalleled Sharp Tongue Podcast in your ear. This week, very fun guest. Uh, but before I tell you who it is, I'm going to tell you where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in Altoona, Pennsylvania. That's right, Bumblebee Tuna. No, Altoona, Pennsylvania. This Friday, or I'm sorry, uh, March 30th. <laughs> Terrible at it already. March 30th, that's going to be at the, um, what is it, the the Grand Hotel, I believe, in the Altoona Grand Hotel? I, maybe I should get my dates right. Hold on, yes, Altoona Grand Hotel, the 30th. And then the 31st, I'm going to be in Logansport, Indianapolis at the State Theater. And April 1st, I'm going to be in Indianapolis, Indiana on April 1st at Irvine Theater. So check those out, guys. March 30th, 31st, and April 1st at jessiemay.com for tickets. Please also, I've been asking you guys, if you can rate and review the podcast, it would really help get the word out and I appreciate all your support you guys are dope each week our numbers are growing and you guys are coming out to shows and you're letting me know that you're listening to the podcast that means a lot because I do this on my own by myself I think I'm going to turn on my patreon my patreon back on turn on turn on I'm going to get turned on once I turn the patreon background uh patreon is a website that basically if you guys want to support the podcast and get cool exclusive content and merch and um, video calls from me you can uh, subscribe to the patreon so I'm gonna get that all set up and uh, I'll give you guys a bunch of fun stuff for being members if you so decide but please leave a review for the podcast if you enjoy it that would be amazing I'm also gonna be at the moon tower comedy festival that is April 18th 19th 20th and 21st uh, I'm also going to be on the Kid Rock Chillin' the Most cruise. <laughs> Kid Rock's Chillin' the Most cruise is leaving out of Miami April 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th. Uh, I'll be going to the Bahamas, and hopefully I'll survive. Um, I can't wait to podcast on that. I'm going to tell you that much. I'm going to podcast everybody I can on that cruise ship. I'm trying to convince my man to come with me so I'm not alone. I think you guys should send energy his way and let him know that that is only the proper boyfriend job to do is to accompany his girlfriend on the Kid Rock cruise before she lands in the Bahamas. <laughs> if hopefully I make it. Um, Moon Tower Comedy Festival is after that. I'm also going to be back in Seattle May 24th, 25th, and 26th at the Parlor Live, which I'm really looking forward to um, towards the end of the year. August 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th, I'm going to be at the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona. And then I'm going to be back in Alberta, Edmonton, Canada at the Comic Strip, September 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. A uh, bunch of other dates will be added in between that. Some of those dates are available right now on jessiemay.com. 
and um it's freezing in LA and by freezing in LA I mean 54 degrees it's so rude um I can't even handle what's happening to my soul and my shins I have the teeniest shins ever so this weather's a little brutal for me I have to be honest (laughs) um but I'm gonna stop bitching about 54 degree weather while you guys are probably in like 12 degree weather with snowstorms being like bitch suck a big snowstorm dick suck suck a suck a nor'easter um let's let's talk about who's on my podcast this week guys a very funny talented comedian that I've known for years She's out in New York. She's been working her ass off for a long time. I've always admired her work and um, just everything that she has accomplished because she is a badass comedian and has been at the game for some time, man. She's done a lot of TV. She's on late night, and she's just basically been on everything you can imagine. Um, she was, she's from the Bronx. Um, let's see. She's got a, her first hour special is called Pacifically Speaking. Gabrielle Glacius, a.k.a. Fluffy, produced it, which is pretty dope. Um, she's been on Chelsea Lately, that poor show that's gone now, but I was on it as well. Live at Gotham, uh, The View. She's done NBC's Stand Up for Diversity. She's done so much. Uh, this girl is so dope, and I was lucky to catch some time with her while she was visiting L.A., and we sat down at a little coffee bean, and we spilled the beans to each other. Give it up for the very talented Gina Brion. <laughs> We're doing it on the record. Can I just say your nail polish is popping right now? Can I say that? I'm glad you're saying that because there's some turmeric stain on it. There was. (laughs) I don't know where it went. My finger were all yellow. I don't know if you turmeric, but that's what happens when you move to L.A. (laughs) What is turmeric? I don't even know what that is. I'm like, is that a yoga pose? I feel like that might be something in Bikram yoga that I've done before. It's an anti-inflammatory. It's a root. It's like ginger. Okay, but so you actually mean like turmeric. I was like, yeah, no, I, I thought it. maybe it was a pot thing. And I'm like, is it like a weed yeah, thing? Yeah, it's a strain. Like, <laughs> it's a strain now. <laughs> it's, a certain, it's a certain type of, of marijuana. It makes you feel like, it makes you feel strong <laughs> like a tree root. Yeah. Um, no, it's just, it's like anti-inflammatory thing. But it stains everything. It yeah, just looks it does, like you yeah. were like burning meth in your house. People, you know, I'm like, no. Which I also do, but I'm very neat. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a messy meth maker. Up my meth. Child, I went on an audition today. Oh God, what? A, how are you good, Adam? No, I'm <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible, I'm terrible, Adam. I feel Me sorry too. every time I walk into the room and there's a bunch of like legit actresses. I want to be like, I'm so sorry, I'm here. I'm so sorry. I I know you do this. Like I was showing up for the role of a teacher. Every other girl there dressed like a teacher, and I look like I'm wearing the female comedian's uniform. Oh yeah, a blazer, black, a shirt, black, black. jeans. Yeah, like. you're giving a seminar. Yeah. I'm going to give you a seminar on uh, what to do. <laughs> what to do in, in the world of lady comedy. Hey, guys. Did you travel a lot? <laughs> hey, guys. So what where are you guys from? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just there trying to, trying to do material. I'm like, so you guys, uh, you guys uh, come here often? Do you have, like, pre-audition rituals? Um, no. I just I try to have fun with it. Honestly, the way I change it, because I used to oh. hate auditions. Um, but then uh, one of the guys from Kevin Can Wait, his name is Joe Starr, he plays Enzo. He's such a great guy. He, him and Adam Ferrara sat down with me and I told them how much I hated auditions and they were like, just have fun with them. 
And I started to see it as a little break from stand-up where it's like, oh, right. I, I get to play a little bit. Oh, who am I playing today? Oh, I'm playing right. a teacher? Cool. I get to do with whatever I want with this. But then the second I leave the audition, I never think about it. You know, that's the thing. you got to set it and forget yeah. it. Set it and you forget can't, it. Like, you can't do that chick thing where you're like, he didn't call me no. back. But there Bitch, are some you. that I get, like, really excited about. And then I'm like, <laughs> when, I, when I don't hear back, I'm like, <laughs> so That's the thing. You never hear back on a no. no there's no no. no. There's, there's no, no yes. There's no there's no. no no. There's no no. There's no no. And that's the worst part. Like when you hear back and you're like, okay, cool, but there's no there's, no. You're like, and then your whole life you're like, what did I do? Yeah, what did I do? Was did I look facial? funky? Did I yeah. look fat? Is that what it was? <laughs> did I not wear enough makeup? Is that is that it? I How did it go though? Was it a good one? Uh, that's that's funny because every time I get a phone call from my agent and he's like, well, how did it go? I'm like, well, I should get the part tomorrow. Like I think I did amazing. <laughs> like. But that's the thing that makes it, like, good. Yeah. You got to have, you know what? You got to have that ego in check when you go into an audition. You got to be like, I booked it already. Yeah. We're just doing some screen tests. Yeah. We're Look, just checking is, lighting. We're blocking right I'm now. I'm already, I told everyone to go home. Like, I should just walk in the room <laughs> yeah. like, I already told everybody to leave because yeah, I go. got this part. No, yeah, we're good. No, we're, we're already, Guys, like, doing you should all carpet. go home. Yeah, everyone just leave. <laughs> you so, know, this is just a formality. <laughs> I basically got the part. Guys, <laughs> they called you just to make you feel good that people are calling you. But you should go. But, I mean, I clearly. Mean, oh, God. I had two auditions on Monday, and both of them were horrific. Oh. Just. Even the ones I think I'm prepared for, I go in, and I feel like, what did I just do? You ever flub? Like, you ever, like, oh, yeah. mumble? Oh, I did, and I felt so bad because I gave, like, a dumb excuse. I was like, I'm so sorry. I just, I had just flown in that day and went to the audition, and I was like, I just flew in. I, and, and then I stopped myself, and I was like, why are you explaining yes. to They and don't why are you care. Apologizing? They don't yeah. want you to apologize. You could go in there with a bullet wound, and they would be like, so, are you ready? Yeah. Are you Is this ready? for the character? Did you get shot Ma'am, for the Ma'am, could you not bleed in our waiting room? <laughs> Ma'am, your hole, your, your gash is gross. Can you not gash near Can us? Can you not have a gash in your shoulder? Well, I'm sorry. I was was coming here from downtown L.A. and I got <laughs> shot by one of the crackheads. <laughs> so I was, I was in a rush to get here. Are you still in New York? I am. Uh, I go back and forth between New York and L.A. And when I come out to L.A., I always feel like... I get so much done. Like, my husband was like, you sound so much happier when you're in L.A. I'm like, because I'm here for a week. Yeah, like, and you I'm do get like, a lot done. I get a lot done. Like, I buzz around and I do this and that. So it feels like if I was here more permanently, maybe I'd be a little more ho-hum. But every time I come out here, I'm so excited because I know how much work I'm going to yeah, get done. Yeah, you, you get it stacked When up. I'm back in New York, I have time to be stank. <laughs> <laughs> I got no time to be stank right now. <laughs> Being stank is kind of dope, though. It is. You know? You know, I do kind of dig sometimes that I have, like, I do have resting bitch face every now and then, and I, I kind of, am, I love it. You you think that, you know what's so funny? Because when I think of you, I always think of, you're so positive. Like, I always have, like, good thoughts about you. You've always Thank been you. so nice. I know, but when I'm by myself, genuine. I have a very unapproachable face, and I do that on purpose. <laughs> People have seen me, and they'd be like, you look so mean when you're walking around <laughs> you're like, by I'm yourself. Alone yes. in my thoughts. I don't want strangers. It's, it's like a hood mentality of, like, the meaner I look, the less likely yeah. I'm going to get hollered at or, like, bothered while I walk down right, the street. Right. So I'm like, I have to look like an unfriendly human That's being. That's survival instinct. It is. Where'd you grow up? In the Bronx, South Bronx. And what, I mean, damn. I can't even imagine what that was like. It was crazy when I was younger. Um, the Bronx is now going to be the next neighborhood to get gentrified. Like, everybody's oh, yeah. moving their businesses there. People are buying property there. The Bronx, are be- um, they're beautiful. Yeah. There are parts of the Bronx that are absolutely gorgeous. Like, and then the other parts are just terrifying. Yeah, you don't absolutely. walk through the day. Don't go through the day. I remember Big J came over one time. I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to date Vecchione. So this was when I dated Vecchione. Oh, my Vecchione. God. You know, I was thinking. 
thinking that because I saw you guys at the comedy store. Yeah, we used to date and years ago. And I had a ago. reminiscent memory of that. And um, Oh, my God, that's so I cute. I threw him a surprise party, and it was at my house in the Bronx when I lived there, and Big J came to the neighborhood. <laughs> I remember Big J looking at my neighborhood and going, why does it look like the last scene from Training Day in your neighborhood right now? <laughs> Who's thirsty? I'm thirsty. You want a beer? That movie. was like the scariest. And I was like, that's a pretty accurate depiction of what my neighborhood looked like at that time. Like, I couldn't it deny broad it. Broad daylight as well. Like, yeah. That scene. Broad daylight. Yeah, and and so terrifying. he was there during broad daylight. It's still terrifying. And I was like, no, I get it. Oh my God, Big J. You know, I had such a good feeling when I saw you and Mike and. Oh, he's a great Christina friend of mine. He's Galston. one of the few exes that I stayed friends with and he's so funny and we constantly tease each other <laughs> I think it was like we, we officially were friends like I think a year or two after we broke up we, we became friends again we were like okay we can talk now yeah. and he had cut his hair and he walks into the Laugh Factory in New York and he points at his hair and he goes do you regret your decision <laughs> and I went nope thank you thank you for making my decision even more obvious I should have dumped you Years ago, and you both were doing comedy. Yeah, that's like You're Giannis both doing and comedy. I. Yeah, I remember I was dating Giannis. That's right. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh my god. We still aren't friends, but I would love to be. But uh, the, you know. like Mike is literally one of the few friends I actually exes that I'm actually friends he seems with. He's like a good. He is. He's, he's a, a good, good dude. He's a he's good genuine, dude. genuine, and he honestly is so fucking funny. He is. He did. He just did like five he's minutes. So he's working remarkably on. talented, god. and I love watching him. His five I really minute do. sets are. I think they're unparalleled when it comes to, like, yeah. the Yeah. Oh, he's so good at that. Like, we're working on, um, he was like, do you want help with your next late night set? Because I was telling him, I'm like, I just, my, it's hard for me to cut down something that I love to do already oh. to, like, a shorter bit. Yeah. So he's so good at that that we sat down and we kind of went back. And we always spot check material with yeah. each other because we're both comedy nerds. So I'll be like, does anybody else have this premise? Does yeah. anybody else you have this? You got to do that. Because that's a real oh. thing. It really is. And, and you know, parallel thinking, it exists. You can have the same premise, but it's all about your point of view. Like, everybody's going to talk about what it's like to be single or what it's like to have kids right. or what it's like to do this or just living life. But it's your point of view that makes it original. So where are you coming from yep. and what's your point of view on it? And that's what's more important than anything else. Subject matter is subject matter. Yeah, and we're going to talk about right. the same Everyone's thing. Everyone's going to talk about it. Even those... I was going to say something very mean right Go now. Go ahead, say it. I was going to say, even those god-awful alti comics that sometimes have no point to their set Peanut whatsoever. Peanut butter is important. It is. Gina. It is. You should smear it on your face and become famous. You can choke on it with no milk. <laughs> I hope you have a peanut allergy is what I'm saying. I really hope that you have a peanut allergy you didn't know. That's so terrible. No, it's not. It's Do you honest. see how mean I can be? You should puff up like Hitch. I hope you get a Will Smith. It's just that a lot of... Here's, here's my issue with and there are some really great alternative comics. Like when you're talking about the world of, like, you're talking about guys like Dimitri Martin, and you're talking about guys like Zach and Galifianakis and like Maria, yeah. who are all the risky. best of the best. They take risks. And they still have a structure to their set. Yep. There's still a certain style to it. Yep. And a lot of these people that, and here's the thing people love to, like, a lot of alternative <laughs> comics love to crap on mainstream comics. I've never seen an alternative comic kill in a mainstream room, but I've seen several mainstream comics kill, kill in alternative rooms. Yeah. And it's like, it's because it doesn't per it doesn't go both ways. No, it's kind of like the actor learning how to do stand up. Exactly. It's like you can make it work in specific in environments, yeah, in but spots. it doesn't permeate across the board. No, it That's doesn't. That's interesting, and that just goes to show you, like, alt comedy just has its own little not little, but it has a space. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily translate. I mean, if you're in like the comedy store, like in the OR. Yeah. I feel like that's the one place where it can work and crush. Yeah. But then again, it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's never. You just also have to have a story. Like this business is about being able to take whatever stories you're telling on stage and turn them into a thing. Be it a TV series, be it some kind of thing to, you want to take your stand up 
and turn it into something. Never lose your stand-up, yeah. obviously, but take that stand-up and be like, well, what else can I do yeah, with it when you get to it. that next level of your career? Because yep. at a certain point, you're going to be asked to do television. You're going to be yep. asked to do stuff like that. Or, you, or digital. Yeah, or digital. Do you want to do digital? Do you do digital? <laughs> do, you do you have a web series yet? Do you have like... Do you have like <laughs> What's your, what are your YouTube numbers? Yeah. Oh, my God. What are your YouTube we're numbers? We're lucky, though, because we're like in the middle of yeah. with the social media boom. Our careers, I feel like we saw it before. Yeah. And then we both kind of like... I apologize. My YouTube is so lame. Um, <laughs> I love your videos, though. <laughs> on Instagram. I, I am such an, in Insta I'm such an Instagram hooker. I am. I'm always in a bathroom <laughs> somewhere. Hooker. I'm either Girl, eating money. or like they do. I'm either eating or in the bathroom for some reason. Great acoustics. Great acoustics in the bathroom. I sing. Oh, we, I used to sing in church and sometimes oh on the road <laughs> I get lonely, bored, and clearly schizophrenic. <laughs> I, know. I will just sing to myself. I, I'm sure my neighbors hate me every time I'm on the road because I will blast music and sing along and they're probably Mariah like, Carey? Yes. All day. Oh my God. All day. Every day. I love that hoe. <laughs> Mariah, if you're listening, I love you. Uh, I try to like remember when they that like raw sound of her leaked on the internet oh God, from the yeah, Christmas so special bad. and I said something. Yo, she's she's got a brigade. Oh yeah, no. Oh no. She's got like uh, first of all, they are called the Lambly. The Lambly. Um, yes, because they call they are her lambs. The Lambly. Yes. So it's like the family yes, of lambs. lambs. Sounds kind of creepy. Lambly. It is incredibly sounds creepy. Like something my nephew would as say. big of a fan as I am, I have never joined the lambs, I, and I I am a big fan. Why not? Do you have to like do some weird? <sighs> I feel like you might shit? have to. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like a baby dies. I feel like there might be a sacrifice. <laughs> Like you have to burn a JLo album or something. Like a Puerto Rican child has to <laughs> <Yes>. be sacrificed. <laughs> you, like have to, you have to pick a Puerto Rican celebrity to oust now in some way. And I'm like, oh, great. Now I can't listen to Ricky Martin ever again because I joined the Lambly. Um, I, do love, I do love Mariah for so many reasons. And I think one is that sometimes she has these epic failures and she just shrugs them off. And that's probably one of the best things I love about her. She's like, all right, I'm still famous. Like yeah. she has that attitude. She doesn't care. I'm still going to be famous She's tomorrow. Like, Whatever. I'm still going to sleep in satin. Yeah. I don't know why she sounds like she smokes a pack a day. I'm still sleeping in satin. <laughs> she probably does. Have you met her? I have not. Is she uh, like one of your top? Like, yeah. Just overall I just met Angela Bassett. And Yo, I think damn I saw near, that photo. A Yo, damn near had a heart attack. She is, she don't age. She doesn't age, man. She's gorgeous. She is, is she gorgeous. Uh, not really, no. She's like average height. She's a little bit taller than me. But she looks like she smells real shorty. good. She, she smells good. She does. Like earth. Mm-hmm. She like, smelled like earth. She smelled like earth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was that like? It was amazing because, okay, first of all, I saw Black Panther and cried like three times. <laughs> like, I'm, so, I'm such a crier at movies, but like three times at Black Panther, I was legit bawling. Let it out, girl. You have I to. I couldn't. Like, I went with James, obviously, the bestie. Shout out to the bestie. And <laughs> I cried so hard, he literally put his arm around me and was like, are you all right? And I'm like, <laughs> like I'm, shaking? I'm like crying for the plight of black people, not just in this movie, but in general. Like I was so, I was so deeply touched by so many moments in that, in that movie. I mean, I cried. And so when I met her, I was like, I am now meeting Black Panther's mom. Like in my head, I was like, <laughs> Black Panther's mom. I'm meeting Black Panther's mom. Did you mom. say that to her? Oh, I wish. I, I told her I saw the movie. I was like, I just saw Black Panther. It was amazing. And she said, thank you. But I didn't, if I knew if I went on longer, I was going to make an idiot of myself. <laughs> Because I did that, I met Eddie Izzard my oh, first damn. year at Montreal. Was he in heels? No, but in he makeup? was in makeup. Oh, that's amazing. And can I tell you, God, I have so the good. biggest comic crush on him. I've always had a crush on him just for <sighs> his, his brazen approach to stand up and I how love he just it. is like, I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about in heels and, and rouge. Yeah. He is amazing, and Allie Breen can attest to this. She was the one that dragged me over to meet him. 
She was like, he's like one of my top favorite comics. And he was sitting in the VIP section of the Hyatt at Montreal. This was when I did New Faces. Oh, God. And she drags me over there. And I am petrified because I know I'm going to make an idiot of myself. I can already, like, I'm shaking on the inside. Oh, totally. And she's like, this is my girlfriend. She's a big fan of yours. And and he extends his hand. So I'm holding Eddie Izzard's (laughs) hand, right? And he's like, hi, it's nice to meet you. What's your name? And I'm like, oh, my God, I saw you at the gala tonight. You were so amazing. And he's like, that's great. Uh, It's nice to meet you. What's your name? And I was like, I've seen every one of your specials. And he's like, that's great. What's your name? And I was like, I have no idea. I don't know my name right now. I literally forgot my name. name I was like, it's fine. Call me whatever you want. I'm going to tell you every joke you've ever told. (laughs) Do you like the name Laura? I'll be a Laura. You can call me Laura. I don't care. My name is insignificant. I am shit. I literally was holding on to his hand the entire time, by the way. <laughs> Just blabbing. This could not have been any more awkward. Like, oh. I was like, this is, t- like, I literally, Allie turned to me after we left. She's like, I've never seen you starstruck before. I was like, I'm There's dying. There's only a few. There's I'm only dying. a few it happens for. Like, I was kind of like that. I met Gene Wilder years ago. Oh years ago. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. And die. it was the same thing. Like, it was oh, at God, some, I would die. It was at some book signing. And, like, I lied to get into it. I told the person that I was deaf. And I, oh my God, this is so terrible. I pretended to be deaf. Oh my God, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> I did. And I said that my interpreter is in, and I was going to say that my interpreter was in there. And as I went to go point, a girl at the ticket counter who I had just gotten done talking to, I mean, I'm sure you're the same way. Yeah. You're a schmoozer. Yeah, a little bit. I'm I a tried schmoozer. to get a ticket. She said no, and I made her laugh and whatever. And so I just pointed, and she happened to see me and thought I was waving at her. So she waved at me. So I was like, I abandoned the deaf thing. And I was like, she said that you would hold a ticket for me. And he was like, okay. And so she was like, it was a girl. She was like, okay, just here, take a ticket and get in. And I was like, okay, I didn't have to do the whole like deaf voice. Oh, thank voice. God. Oh but my I, God. I deaf did voice. Yes. Like, I, you know. Oh, I hate you. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I immediately pictured deaf voice. I, mean, I was like, did Jesse do deaf voice? I was gonna, I am going to get oh my, my deaf voice. Like, I literally, I practiced it on the way there. <gasps> oh my God, because Jesse. I'm so desperate. He's my, he's my guy. I didn't have to do it, right? Thank God. And Thank so God. I get in there. I sit down. There's one seat left. The dude next to me, I was all jacked up. I was like, yo, this is Gene Wilder. I'm so excited. He was like, you're so excited. What do you do? I was like, well, I just started comedy. And, I'm, you know, he's a big inspiration. I was like, what do you do? He was like, I'm a speech pathologist. He was an interpreter for deaf people. Oh, my God. What you literally it? found your interpreter. <laughs> Like you while while you were making up this line, people, I tell you, the universe sets you up for a win. (laughs) I was like, and I told him, I was like, I almost pretended to be deaf. He's like, you're terrible. I'm like, I know. (laughs) First of all, but I know I'm aware. I achieved my goal without being a terrible person. Yeah. But I I got to meet Gene. Like, am I though? It's to meet Gene. Am I really terrible? Am I uh, maybe resourceful? Yeah. Am I I innovative? I would pretend to be a maid if it got me in Mariah's room in one of her (laughs) hotels. I would be like housekeeping. (laughs) Housekeeping. Oh <laughs> With the little hat. Yeah. Like, you want that you want the mint for pillow? Mint I don't know why I made you Asian. A very Asian. <laughs> that was a very Asian Latino accent. Asian. I don't know. <laughs> Am I some sort of Filipino? Pan-Asian. Like Pan-Asian. some sort of uh <laughs> It's an interesting oh Spanish accent you did there, Jesse. <laughs> I'm terrible at accents, though. Shut I really am so bad at them. I can but do you like, have, like one a or New two. York one. Like you have the perfect New York. It's like smooth, but there's like when I go to certain there. places, they automatically know I'm from New York. 
and they're like, oh, you're a New Yorker. Like, first they can tell from my impatience, and then they can tell from my voice. <laughs> I have, like, no and patience. You don't really, you don't swear a lot. No, I don't. Well, I mean, off stage, um, if you I'm really mad, I have, like, such a potty mouth. Like, if I'm really potty mad, mouth. I have the worst pot. And sometimes I get mad at myself because I'll curse too much. <laughs> like, when I get really, really angry, I try to limit it, but, oh, Lord. I got a trucker mouth. I've been oh. trying to get better. My mom's like, I didn't raise my daughter that way. I'm like, you didn't raise me at all. No, she didn't. I'm just kidding. She's always you didn't like, raise me at all. Huh? You just kidding. Around. That's why I swear. I missed you. I'm swearing for my lost motherly love. Our stories are so tragic. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of one of the things that we laugh about. Like, people think we're so disrespectful, but most comics grow up laughing at tragedies. Yes. Because it's how we coped with them. Right. So when we get yelled at for trying to make the world laugh at a tragedy, it's like, we're not trying to be jerks. No. We're trying to show you that you can actually get over this in you a different way. It. Like It's like, look, life is going to, like, here's newsflash, people. You in the life cut. is hard. <laughs> newsflash. Yeah. I know and everybody's like, yeah, sure. Life is hard. And the more you laugh about the stupid things, the less stress you have in your life. Like, yeah, and you what are you going to do? It. Like, what are you going to do? Get mad at stuff? Like, and then what does what? that do? What's that going to do? You're just going to spread that anger around. Yeah. And that's just contagious. It doesn't help you out of a situation. No, it doesn't. And in fact, anger sucks. I hate it being does. angry. And it I does. Hate being yo, angry. It, it gives me chimples. Chimples? Chin pimples. This is, this is a new phrase. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Chimples. I've been saying chimples for so long. Every time I say it, everyone's like, what? Do you is ever it? get buttony? I always say that Girl. for. for Acne for your butt, buttony. I got baby rash, diaper rash. That's cream, the worst. Not, not the rash, the cream. I the probably cream? should say that quicker. Yeah, so you should like probably <laughs> say, clarify that because I was like, I don't know what your situation is down there, Jess. <laughs> but I would get that checked diaper out rash, immediately. <laughs> I would it's butt paste. Look. I just yelled that out in a coffee you did. bean. <laughs> we are in coffee bean As talking about six butt children paste. dancing yeah. behind oh, you. Yeah. As we're talking about profanity and butt paste, Yeah, apparently. this turned into a daycare. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I'm like, um, do you want me to babysit these kids? <laughs> yeah. Did you see me and go, she's Puerto Rican. She'll babysit them. Is that Listen, what it was? She'll teach them another language. <laughs> she's Mexa, whatever that is. She's Mexa Asian. She'll yeah. make them bilingual. <laughs> also, can you make them breakfast? Yeah, can you make them breakfast and love them and <laughs> raise them for me? <laughs> I just snorted. <laughs> I love that. I love the snort. snort. I love the yeah, snort. Yeah, yeah. I love it. That I like that. Dope. <laughs> um, yeah, we were talking about tragedy and like, yeah. the one thing for me is the more tragic it is, the more I laugh at it. Yeah. I can't help it. It's almost like I have to laugh at the ridiculous. Like, of course, you have your tears and you're upset, but then there's a, a point where stuff. Do you ever have so many bad things happen in a row that you're like, I'm either going to laugh or murder someone? Like, those are my two options. I'm going to laugh or I'm straight up strangling people because I can't stand this anymore. I was driving home from a gig. <laughs> and it was just the worst. Just where you're like, I wasn't connected. No one was yeah. trying to listen. It's just a bomb, bomb, bomb. Like, bomb city. And I'm in the car crying. You ever cry after oh, set? Oh, yeah. Oh. I cry in the car, cry in the shower. Oh I'm an God. expert shower <laughs> crier. I find small spaces and cry in them all the time. We are so good at crying. Like, guys, we've nailed it. We know we where have, to cry. Yeah. We keep it in little areas. We're yeah. good. I'll cry inside of, like, the, the little place where they put toppings for, like, yogurt. That I'll is cry amazing. i that glass case. I'll tell you right now. Too. I will cry over the toppings. I will cry <laughs> into, into my sprinkles. My tears are new toppings. <laughs> yeah. You better enjoy it, this yogurt place. But I'm Would you like home. this vanilla yogurt with some tears? <laughs> yes, please. If I can have tears. What ethnicity were these chairs? Um, I'm driving were these home. white tears? <laughs> I want white tears. <laughs> I would like white tears with my vanilla yogurt, please. I was crying in the car, and as I'm crying, I start to smell something because my dogs are with me. 
my one dog in the back had explosive diarrhea. Oh, this is and then the one in the already front. my favorite story <laughs> in the history of ever. <laughs> the one in the front started throwing up, and then the one in the back started vomiting. And the one in the front started having like explosive diarrhea. Oh. So I'm, like crying for my shitty set, <laughs> and, and crying <laughs> for apparently the saddest <laughs> car ride. Because this is terrible. You're like, I don't even know what to cry about anymore. Like, do I cry about the explosive diarrhea that I am now living within? Or do I cry about why this terrible sex? Why do I have so sex? many dogs? Why <laughs> like, why, why are they sick? Why do I have so many dogs? Why are they sick? Why are did, did they sick right now? My, was my set so are bad? Are my tears so appalling that they feel like they need projectile vomit? <laughs> They need diarrhea. to cleanse their system like, from you know my what? depression. <laughs> I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> and I pull over and... I just open the door and they they go run and finish their business and I I pull out all just, 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 just all these destroyed stuff. parts of your car. <laughs> You're just discarding parts of your car. You're like, well, no more cushions for this car. All right. Well, I guess I don't need a back seat. All right. Well, <laughs> I threw the dog bag. I threw like flooring and I laughed so hard. I'm like, well, this is the universe being like, listen. Shit's gonna happen. Yeah, it could get worse. It could get worse. <laughs> it's like you want me to make it worse. Toss there you go. It out, move on. Laugh and like. Oh. I've had so many crying fits <laughs> in cars. <laughs> like, crying. I'll just be trying. Comedians crying in cars. <laughs> <laughs> no coffee. Just comedians crying in cars. <laughs> the whole show is just comics crying over dumb stuff. <laughs> like, how come I don't have an hour special? <laughs> I sent Netflix my best 15 minutes. <laughs> they didn't think it was good enough. <laughs> I'm my so YouTube downtrodden. Numbers aren't that good. <laughs> Oh, my God. The game is crazy right now. I'll tell oh. you this. I've had so many conversations about oh. no disrespect to anybody that's, you know, getting their shine on social media. Yes. But when you put <laughs> someone up just because they have followers on social media and you think they can do what we do, you put the them game. up next to a seasoned veteran comic. No, number one, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. And, and number two, values. they're not going to be able to hold their own. Nope. They're not. And, and you're gonna only going to embarrass out. them. Yep. They don't... You have to have people... And there are some people out there that do videos and are really funny on stage. I'm not knocking them. I'm saying industry people, hear my cry. Please. Please, for the love of God, start respecting seasoned comics yeah. because... We work so damn hard. So and damn hard, and you, the things you sacrifice, the moments you sacrifice with your family the and your friends. people you sacrifice, like, you know. I got a text message from my niece, my 10-year-old my niece, being like, I miss you, like, she never sees me, like, and it and made like, me I'm so sorry, sad. I'm busy at the Chuckle Hut yeah. getting paid in hot dogs. Yeah. I just got my wings for the <laughs> night. I'm crying in my car now. <laughs> I'm crying over my wings. <laughs> Jesse Mae's dogs dinner. are in my car, so you know it's a mess. There's explosive <laughs> diarrhea everywhere. I'm busy. I'm so sorry. I'm busy this weekend. <laughs> I'm puppy sitting for Jesse May. It's kind of annoying. Like, I was just talking about this, and it's like, yeah, I'm not hating on anybody trying to get their no. money. Go ahead. But when the industry co in your lane. Yes, when they co-sign people based on their numbers, and they get up on stage, and you haven't had to drive six hours no. for 50 bucks, you haven't had to do years of, you know, bringer shows and barking and outside on street and corners just and all just that doing garbage. shows for six people and, you know, driving to the middle of nowhere on... Halloween or Thanksgiving or Christmas yeah. or New Year's, you don't you don't really deserve it. No, you gotta. I'm sorry, earn you it. don't because we people don't see the sacrifices we make, and it's so funny because, and I'm sure you've received this too. Like, 
people always look at where you're at in your career and they're always like, oh, I, I would love to be there. I would love to be there. And you're like, you don't know what I had to do to get here in it the first just, place. And the perfect example of that, Tiffany Haddish. Yep. Doesn't just appear out of thin no, air. No, and everyone's like, oh, who is she? She just appeared out of thin air. No. Read She's been working her. at Since it. she was 16, she's yeah. almost 40. Yeah. And she is, and it's one of those things where people... People love to bring that up in the business about a woman's age. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you're going to age out of the business. It's like, no, that's not really relevant anymore. No, when you not. look at women like Chelsea Handler, who yep. had a show later on. She wasn't she wasn't 18, 19 years old when she got a show. Finally, nope. she wasn't. She was working and yep. working and working. Go look at women like Amy Schumer, who yep. was mid 20s when she started hit, or maybe even late 20s when she really started to hit. Right. Yep. Same with Whitney Cummings. Yep. And you look at all these women and you go, you know what? For years, we were told there was no place in the game for us after a certain age. Ageism is, you know, that's the thing that dictates the longevity yeah. of your career or when your career Meanwhile, can pop. Carlin did it till he was, Carlin did stand up till he was 80 years right. old. Joan Rivers was still doing I mean, it. Like, but Bill Cosby's yeah. been dr drugging bitches for years, but I mean, he's old. He can't really work anymore, but I'm going to sip my tea on that one. I mean, Louis C.K. started late and he's showing people his dick. I so, know. I mean, we got all these people who were co-signing because they're dudes going in the game <laughs> was, at Wasn't 40. there a part of you that was like... Who hasn't seen a penis? Yeah, like, seriously. who is made in this game? Who hasn't seen an unsolicited penis? It's like I didn't. That's ask a right. Passage is a woman. Yeah, that's like, how oh, my first nice. one. I was like eleven. Yeah, just like, a guy. Shouldn't you? <laughs> shouldn't you have seen plenty? Especially now in the days of social media, where it's like guys will just send them to Dick you. Picks. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Is that a Snapchat filter? Yeah. Just is that ticks. a new? Is that a new hot dog Snapchat? Oh no. Oh. Oh hello. All of a hello. sudden, I want to go to a circus. Yeah. What this is this? very strange. <laughs> I'm in the mood for a baseball game. <laughs> is that a turtle wearing a hoodie? What is going is on in that a new picture? biblical thing? It's not frogs anymore. <laughs> it's just balls and dicks. Just, was that it? That is how we start every conversation now? Yeah, oh, okay. It's just, and it's like there's no preface to it. It's just a dick pic. And you're just, I'll, I'll look, but it's just like gross. I do have like, okay, so how, especially as a female comic, some of the stories that have come out with the Me Too movement, how are you feeling about all that? I'm on both sides of it because, yeah. you know, I'm a survivor. I never say that, but that's what these girls... Everybody the has a Me Too. They're, they're yeah. I, have, I have a Me Too moment, and I never... I mean, I've had several. I mean, started at 17 years old, so oh, I'm like... fuck yeah. I've had several, but I don't... everybody. Yeah, I don't put it out there because it was like, okay, I'm not just going to jump on a movement for the sake of jumping on a movement. I respect it. But some of the stories... I was brushed up against in the produce department. Mm -hmm. I felt a hip bone near my vagina, and I was offended. I feel unsafe. Um, bitch, were you held down in an yeah. alley? Did in, somebody it, threaten you? Yeah. Like, were was you legit knife? restrained? Was were you like, knife? yeah? Like, it, there's just like everything. There's a spectrum. Yeah, and, and people love to say like, well, don't victim shame. There's, there's. We're not victim shaming. It's just okay. Look, that probably sucked for you. Yes, that guy brushed up against you on the subway, and you felt unsafe. But you had every means to save yourself and get out of that situation yeah, yeah. and say something and be like, dude, stop rushing up against me. Or but also don't use like bullshit stories to like hijack something that's mm -hmm. really serious to some people. Don't and jump on the bandwagon with somebody else. Don't, like don't burn men at the stake just for being men. Yeah. That's not cool. Because then now every guy is afraid to even come out afraid in defense flirt. of it because afraid to flirt, afraid to come out in defense of it because God forbid something in their past should come up. They're so not now saying they're, anything. They're not going to say anything. Even if they want to be in support of the movement, we've scared some men to the point of like, I can't even be supportive because if I say something wrong or do something wrong, I'm going to be crucified. Yeah. And so many men are afraid of that. And it's like, and I'm a big, I, like I grew up a tomboy. Me too. I love dudes. I'm pro dude. I love dudes. Yeah. I am pro dude. I love dude. dudes just as much as I love women. Yeah. And, and it's like you, you don't. You, you know, can have both. Can I can have agree both. with the moment, with the movement, and I cannot. And I, I can cannot like crucify men. my friends. Right. And it's like I have a theory about women who 
crucify men just because they're men. I feel like that's their way of getting power. Mm -hmm. They haven't learned enough skills to feel secure and confident and feel some self-worth, so they need to fight back. They're fighting back, and there's not even a fight to begin yeah. with. They're You're creating a fight. You don't have to attack every dude for being a dude. Because some guy holds the door open doesn't mean he thinks you're weak. Or it's Some of them sexist. are just trying to be nice. Yeah, it, there's, it's, it's, it's a dangerous territory to get into, like women just battling men for being men. Because for the sake you, of battling it, yeah. terrified, like you said, mm -hmm. and you're going to create all these men who are just overly effeminate and overly Oh, and nobody like wants that. I'll tell you, when I was single, dry I, have, vagina. I have a whole bit about how there was, there's a generation of dudes that were like, when I was single, and I was like, what happened to men? Like, because I like, I like a manly burly. guy. I yeah. like burly I like and thick manly. thick knuckle son of yeah. a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Missing link. Yeah. I don't even want you at the end of evolutionary because chart. I am so... I don't want you to <laughs> have made the chart. No, I want you to I want to have to teach you English. Like, yeah. I want to have to actually coach you through being human. <laughs> Do you walk upright? Gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want you to point and grunt. I know what you need. Just point and grunt. That's fine. <laughs> I, will, I will decipher your grunts to know what they mean. <laughs> That's how I feel, point though. Like, it's really, like... Grunt. Point and grunt. There's something about that. And I think it's being a strong woman like myself and you being a strong woman. You get it where it's like there are certain aspects of my life. I want a partner where I can be like, okay, I'm going to hand the reins over to you yep. because I do everything. Yep. I do everything for myself. And I need you to just be a, be a dude, be, be a, a dude. man. Yep. And do Nowhere it. to fill it in. And so many people get upset at that like mentality or that terminology of like be a man what is it to be a man it's whatever you think it is right whatever Fine. whatever it means for you to be yeah. manly you know more testosterone whatever the whatever the whatever fuck means. that means for you take charge make Chop plans it down a come tree. pick me up knowing how to change the oil yeah maybe make a nice beef stroganoff and every now and then if i i don't even want to say get out of line because people are so sensitive about like there are times when I do need to be put in my place, and I need to be told, like, hey, like, chill out. Yeah. You're acting like I a need freaking nutbag. On yeah. my ass. Nine times. Several times. <laughs> Preferably nine on each side. On each side. Because I like it to be even. Like, just <laughs> don't the, make it uneven. To the tune of R. Kelly's 12 play. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Please don't pee on me. <laughs> or anything by Post Malone. It's fine. Don't pee on me, though. <laughs> I would agree with the don't peeing on me thing. I don't like, like urine. Mm, I don't. I don't like to be peed on, please. No. If you could not pee on me, that would be great. Thanks. I'm assuming you have a manly man, then, because you just got oh, married. Yes. He, very, he very much is. He was in the Army for nine years. Oh, but girl. He is, like, the evolved version of, like, this super... Because he's so supportive and so... He's the sweetest guy in the world. And But there are times, like... When he will put his foot down and I'll be like, hey. You're like, I know. You're I'm like, like squirt. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> we need some but privacy is, now. <laughs> you know what? That's why, like, women like you and I who are a little stronger, a little bit yeah. more, you know, um, straightforward and we're doing these careers that involve us, us having to be on the road and be individuals, we kind of need someone who has that sort of yeah. taming ability. We're but little, in, we're in the right creatures. aspects of it because... My ex before my husband, terrible human being. Um, Mine too. Yeah. Terrible human being. The, the, the terrible one teaches you about yourself. You're like, oh, exactly. this is what I need to do. Yeah. It's, the terrible one teaches you about every relationship mistake you made. Yep. I have this um, bit that I'm doing on stage about being in bad relationships. First of all, the bad ones are always long. They're never short. We're no. never smart oh, enough God, to make so them long. short. They're You're so like, long. I'm going to see this one out. Yeah. I'm going to stretch like, you know it. What? I can make this better. Oh, yeah. No, I'll fix them. Yeah. I can fix them. I got duct tape. Yeah. I got duct tape That's in part vodka. of the bit is fine. me saying that, like, and sometimes people get upset at this, and I go, I know you're going to get upset at this. <laughs> go, women get in bad relationships. Men see red flags, and they bolt. Women see red flags, and they go, I can fix that. Well, let, 
Let me get a tent. Yeah. I'm going to stick around. Well, this will take about six months. What we has see, he got? Mommy <laughs> issues? I'm on it. Yeah. We see red flag. We're like, game on. Yeah. Let's go. We're like, let's start I guess this. There's a game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Oh, look. Oh, new problem to solve. <laughs> the fair opened. Yeah. I'm going to hop on this ride. Exciting times. Oh, my God. This roller coaster is going to yeah. last for four years. Let's I'm going to emotionally unstable. This is going to be great. Perfect. Does he not pay bills? Yeah. Sign me up. Great. Sign Does me up. Does he have a brother I can yeah. move in as well? Alcoholic? <laughs> oh, good. That sounds amazing. Substance abuse? Yeah. Uh, domestically abusive? Oh, my yeah. God. Struck the lotto. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think I got this mean right, right hook? <laughs> Dealing with my last boyfriend. This isn't rouge. It's abuse. <laughs> it's abuse. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's abuse. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you won't oh be able God. to tell. <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's abuse. I see the ad for that. Already. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my God. We are terrible people, by the way. But you <laughs> found a good dude. This, I found a good dude after my yeah. crazy guy. Regular. Yeah. Found a good dude, and we didn't even realize it was happening. I met him on a cruise ship. I was working a cruise ship. I know. I just and got booked for one. God. If you use it for what it's worth, cruise ships can be. It's the Kid Rock cruise ship, Gina. Ooh, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that noise? It just escaped my body. <laughs> that was my soul. That was your soul leaving. I'm the, not going on the cruise. The side of my face going. <laughs> your soul was like, all right, I'm out of here. That's it. She did that <laughs> face. I'm done. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's the thing that's unfair for comics on cruise ships, and this is what I'll say because I have to be very careful what I say because I have a lot of cruise ships booked yeah, this you year. you get booked. Uh, um, I w- it can be very... The isolation can drive a person crazy, like a comic particularly because we're already alone so much of the yeah. time we're on the road, but being on a ship is like concentrated oh aloneness. God. You are... Surrounded by ocean. Yeah, you're surrounded by ocean. You're surrounded by people that are constantly coming to your shows. Oh, God. So they see you around the ship and they feel like, oh, my God, hi. And they'll stop you and they'll talk to you. And these are people that are not like... They're, they're not avid comedy fans. So they don't have good oh comedy Jesus. club conduct at times. Oh, God, I need to call my agent. <laughs> <laughs> but call him. here's where it can actually be beneficial because what I've started to doing started to do when I go on cruise ships is I build up a system of like, okay, I get up in the morning, I breakfast at this time, I go to the gym for two hours, literally two hours. Two hours sounds good. Just to kill yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go back, I go eat lunch, go back to my room, shower, change, watch seven to 12 hours of stand-up comedy <laughs> until I have to work. Like, I just of watch all my people's. favorite all my favorite specials. Yeah. I put them on just to get in that mood of, like, I love comedy, I love comedy. Like, I'll watch old George Carlin stuff. Nice. I'll watch George Lopez's special, Why Are You Crying?, which is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and just sit there and laugh and have fun. And I'll download new specials that I get from Netflix. Like, I'll download Netflix specials, and I'll be like, <laughs> oh, I love it. create the comedy so when you get out there. Yeah. So I can actually be in the mood, and I'm not just some psycho that's been in a small, <laughs> that's been living in a closet You're with a like, bed. oh, God, I'm going to see this lady at the chocolate fondue fountain in an hour. <laughs> I, know. I know it. I know it. Goddamn, Cheryl's going to say hi. Gonna be on my heels. Hi, Cheryl. How you doing? Oh, Good? God, All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. The joke was a little offensive, Cheryl. Yeah, so yeah I, I get it. choke on the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your fondue, Cheryl. <laughs> hope the pineapple gets lodged in your neck. <laughs> I'm going to skip you on the buffet line. <laughs> That's right, Cheryl. But do you have fun on them? I do. Um, the audiences for me, like, I do love meeting the people after the shows, and, you know, I do a clean set no matter what, so even the adult shows, it's just it's just material they have to pay even more attention to. Yep. It's like, I just need you to focus and pay attention on this. This doesn't just necessarily listen. need to be dirty, but I need it to be grown-up material so that you guys have to focus. Right. And some people are better at focusing than others. Yes. <laughs> so some groups it's a little difficult for. Oh, Jesus. But um, 
I mean, you get to go to cool places. You can't knock that. And, and it's a challenge. Let's be honest. It like, it's 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 a deviation from what we normally do on the road, and even and in it's TV a ton tapings. of it's a ton of stage time. Like a ton of stage time. I'm doing. Was it? I have three different half hour shows that I do on cruise ships. Yeah. And I mean, every time I feel like I'm adding stuff every single time. Right. I'm like, okay, because I have so much time to write. So I'll sit down. One of the things I will do is also take the time to sit down and write and sit on the cruise ship and write for two hours yeah. or whatever. You use and it to, to, to your advantage. You have to or you'll go nuts. I'm going to finger the fondue fountain the whole time. You have to. On the ship. That's also a thing you have to do. I'm going to just stick it's my big toe in it. Maybe um, even a labia. Wow. Flexible. I mean, that is, I was going to say, that is, you've got some tolerance for pain, because that is not cold chocolate coming out of there. That is not, uh, that is pretty warm chocolate. <laughs> I'm going to burn myself. I'm very, I'm very impressed with the, your pain tolerance. Oh, my God. I've cried laughing so much. <laughs> I haven't talked to you like this. I know. I, I mean, don't think we've ever we, had a chance to really no. sit down we've, and we're actually talk. We're always running in the, in the circle. In the, and you seeing know, each other. In New York. And just be like, hey, what's up? It's because you're doing great things, girl. You too, man. I've always loved your comedy. And I've always been, like, inspired by you. Because you just, you're, you're yourself. And I know it sounds yeah. general. But, like, I feel like your comedy, you don't feel like you need to adhere to any sort of style. Yeah. And like, uh, it never made any sense to me. I know a lot of people that like, and I, I know you'll understand this because you see this a lot. People that write to sound edgy versus yeah. people that are edgy. And you sort of have to just, you have to learn how to be yourself. It's the craziest thing. It's the hardest thing. Because you have to be like an exaggerated version of yourself yep. on stage, but it's still you. Yep. And people miss that completely and they try to create all these different entities and it's like, separate. The beautiful thing about stand-up is that it's just you. Yeah. That's the vulnerable, yep. painful, raw thing about it. Yep. Like, It's turned up. It's the volume turned up a little yeah. bit. It's why when you're a comic and there are people that have all these other elements like a lot of people for a long time would trash like any comic that went up there with a guitar, any comic that went up. And I get it. It's because you have an extra element in your set that distracts from you. Right. It should just be you up there. Right, right. But funny is funny to me. So funny if I find funny. it funny. Right, if you got and a guitar and it works. Stephen and Lynch, you, one of my absolute favorites. So it's Josh like. Josh Wolf. Yeah. So talented. Him and I, we did, um, uh, I forget what casino it was. It was some casino in like Buffalo or something, Niagara, yeah. Niagara Casino. And, you know, I hadn't seen him do a whole set in a while. And I was so blown away. It was so just, it was him. It was yeah. so naturally him. I love. I still love watching comedy, and that amazes people because they're like, you're not tired of it. I can sit and watch comedy Me too. for hours. And even like, you know, the, you know the one thing I can't stand? When comics are just like, oh, God, that's so bad. It's like great comics have bad nights. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. And it's like you can't just... To, to be a comic and to judge a comic on one set shows your in, your, yeah. your intellectual level when it comes to like... And it's different when you're looking at it and you're just going, oh, that was a bad set versus... All the timing was off, or oh, this is a funnier right. word, or this is like really dissecting and going, okay, something was unfunny to you. Right. Why was it unfunny? Right. Give me a good reason <laughs> why it was un right. unfunny. <laughs> Just because you didn't get it, or is there, because there are people that sometimes their pacing is off, or yep. the wording is just too much. Or the bit's too long. Or it feels forced. Yeah, feels forced. It's like we like just described my whole audition the other night. <laughs> And this is why Jesse cries in her car. <laughs> this is why. In a fart cloud. In a dog fart cloud. 
Where can my people find you? Uh, the website is ginabrionecomedy.com. Uh, everything is pretty much uh, social media wise is across the board as Gina Brion. And that's uh, two L's for yes. you people. Uh, B R I L L O N. Like Brillo with an N. That's a classy oh, way God. to tell people to spell it. Um, <laughs> except for uh, Instagram, it's G Brion on Instagram. There was uh, there were like two or three other Gina Brion's. I was what? like, who the hell are all these Gina Brion's? Yeah, there's a couple other Jesse Mays. I'm like, yeah. No. You got a lot of nerve trying to be me. Yeah, there's a lot more people popping up at the name. You're like, stop, sit, sit down. I'm sorry, no. Uh, sit you better down. Sit down. Yeah. Sit down. Sit. Sit, sit it down. You have, uh, you have Comedy Central. Um, I have uh, I have stuff on Comedy Central. You can actually, yeah, I do have, still have stuff on ComedyCentral.com. You can check out. Access. Um, Access TV. Uh, CBS.com. You can check out the episodes of Kevin Can Wait that I've been on. Yeah, um, Late Night. Late Night with Seth Meyers, yep. which is another one. A, um, I mean... I got a few things. Got a few things. Just doing the thing. I'm, Je- so, I'm so happy Jesse's going to make me happy cry. I'm on my way home. I'm going to be gonna like, go start in your car. Jesse's so proud of me. <laughs> I legit hit somebody's car trying to park. This is how bad I am at driving. I, I just hit my tooth on the microphone <laughs> laughing. My, I'm, I'm driving my buddy's car, which, by the way, this is why I don't get tickets. He is like a Purple Heart vet, and it's he has Purple Heart plates on his car. Oh, and girl, I you swear, bl- blasted right through these windows. Oh, I swear to you, <laughs> that is the only reason the cops don't pull me over because I'm such a bad driver. I can imagine. My window, my like rear view um, mirror hit this other lady's <laughs> rear view mirror, and my mirror went in, and I made a U-turn to go and apologize because I felt oh so bad. God. And I turned around, and she was like, did you just hit my car? And I was like, I did. <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to leave you hanging. I'm so did sorry. Did she appreciate it? Yeah, she was like, yeah, it's no problem. She was like, you know, there's no damage. You're fine. <laughs> You're like, but no, it literally, you heard it go thunk. I'm like, there's emotional damage, though. <laughs> like, you could just see you like, <laughs> I would have kept going. I would be like, bye, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Depth perception's bad. It's sunny. My bad. <laughs> I don't do this. I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> <sighs> the amount Gina. of times I should have been arrested and never allowed to be behind the wheel of a car again. Stop. Stop. Oh, we can't I, put that face in jail. You know, I know. What's going to happen to your bubble? I know. Terrible things. Terrible things. Either Terrible things. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Maybe I'll do something illegal. <laughs> Maybe I will. I'm going to get a little butthole bedazzle. <laughs> butthole bedazzle. <laughs> a jail bedazzled asshole. God, that sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. You put guys, a, give guys. a glue gun to a criminal in your butthole. <laughs> sounds kind of fun, actually. It depends. How creative is this criminal? <laughs> What's your artistic background, yeah. sir? Do you have anything you can show me that you've done before? (laughs) This is going out to all the criminals that listen to the podcast. If you guys can send us a design that you put around our assholes, we'll consider it. Yeah. We will consider it. You can do like a cute little Star of David or whatever. That's so disrespectful. I apologize. I apologize to all of my Jewish friends right now. We want the Star of David (laughs) on our dirt star, please. Everyone, that's just how how we're going to have you. Decorator. That's assholes. a great. Uh, it's like, <laughs> and in conclusion, in we would conclusion, like. <laughs> we would like to start on our dirt star. <laughs> oh man, I really needed this. This felt like yeah. therapy. This really did this feel like good. This is good. This is good laugh therapy. Everybody, check out Gina Brion. This Thank chick is so you. funny. She's doing her damn thing, and I am happy and proud of you as a as a peer and as a as a female. I feel the same way about you, man. Girl. Congratulations on everything because you. you're so. You're killing it right now. I appreciate that. And that's so great. Thank you. Like you're, you're one of the people that, I mean, I think all of us, like all the people that know you and love you are like, you know, you deserve this and so much more. Dang, Like girl. you really do. And by so much more, you do mean that bedazzled butthole yes. that we're trying to order I'm, up. I'm speaking specifically <laughs> of a bedazzled butthole. <laughs> that, is what, that is what I mean. I, that is my wish for your career. 
<laughs> that one day I read in the Inquirer that you have a bedazzled butthole. Thanks for coming on, girl. Thanks for having me. Because I'm a boss-ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a boss-ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a boss-ass bitch, bitch, bitch. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.